You are listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 81. And today, ladies, we are diving into the topic of, do you say yes when you really mean to say no? And it goes into some deeper stuff all around feeling like we're not worth it and like maybe that we're not enough. And I really wanted to dive into this issue, especially today around the holiday season as we're starting to enter into the last and the biggest one of the year, Christmas, you know, and Hanukkah and all the those other ones. Sometimes we say yes to a lot of things during this season when we really should be saying no and taking time for ourselves. So in this episode, I'm exploring some of those reasons with you why we say yes and how we can start to turn those yeses into no's because those no's can turn into better self-care for us. So come on, join me and let's listen. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint, have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options, and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Well, hey there, ladies, and welcome back. So I hope that you had a very blessed Thanksgiving with your family, friends, or significant others, or whoever you chose to spend it with. I hope you ate so much yummy food, but I hope that you also ate healthy and you also exercised a little bit through that. But my family, we had a great Thanksgiving. It was my my daughter's first year of hosting Thanksgiving at her house, and she did a fabulous job so that her dad didn't have to do all the cooking, so that was great. And then we did our traditional Thursday night Black Friday shopping. So my daughter and I have this tradition that we go Black Friday shopping every year. We get coffee, we go out and we just hang and we just, and we shop. Not crazy, but you know, we just go out. And I'm telling you this year, it rained like cats and dogs on Thursday night for Thanksgiving. But we went out anyways, and you wouldn't believe it, the stores were packed. So we went to our local Walmart because my son-in-law had to get something. And I'm telling you, this place There was not a parking spot to be had. And it was pouring. I'm telling you, it was pouring, literally. People were like standing in line trying to get parking spaces. But if you have kids, then Walmart was the place to be because they had such great deals on toys. So I guess, you know, you have to, if you're a parent, figure out ways to be able to economically provide, you know, a good Christmas if that's, you know, gifts and all that kind of stuff for your family when you have a big one. So we went there, we had coffee, we shopped, and her um, sister-in-law got tons of stuff for her kids and really did really great. And then we had a walk back out to the car, which we had a park, you know, in the nosebleed section, and it was pouring rain, so everything got soaked. But we made it through. We got home at a decent hour, about one o'clock, so it was good, and then slept in the next day. 
So, you know, all good, but you know, holidays sometimes can be stressful. Um, you know, with the idea of having to make food for all the different holidays, spending money that maybe you don't have, you know, trying to figure out gifts that you have to give people, feeling that you may have left out people that, that you don't know that you left out. And so you're trying to cover all bases. And so, you know, ladies, I just wanted to let you know that the holidays, you know, are just not a time to stress out so much. They're a time to rejoice and to be grateful and be thankful and to be happy and joyful and all those good upward words, right? So don't get caught up in all of this stuff. You know, spend what you can spend, make a budget, you know, do what you can do. Make gifts if you if you can. If you can't give gifts to everybody, then don't. Like this year, my daughter said, hey mom, you know, we've got... They've got not only our family, but they have my son-in-law's family and they've got a lot of kids and they just decided, you know, we are not buying gifts for any adults this year. We're just going to buy gifts for the kids. And I said, you know what? That's absolutely fantastic. That is great because we don't need to spend a ton of money on each other, you know? So set a budget, you know, and just make spending time together the gift. So I've been listening to a couple different podcasts and, um, one of them I was listening to um, today and yesterday, and she was talking about, you know, feeling like not enough and how a lot of us, especially as women, you know, we go through life and we feel like that. So I wanted to bring up this topic like in my own way and kind of talk to you about a lot of times for us women, and I hear this a lot and I do it sometimes too. I've gotten better at it, but I used to be a yes person. And I don't know if you all can understand that or relate to that, but I was a yes person when I really wanted to be a no person because I felt obligated and I just felt like, oh, that was a good deal. And I felt like I needed to. So I want to kind of talk about that because we tend to sometimes be a more of a yes person. And even though we want to be a no person during the holidays, but we don't want to, you know, feel bad about saying no. So sometimes I will say things and I'll say yes to things. And then I'll turn around and I'll roll my eyes in the back of my head so that the person can't see. And I'll say, Michelle, why in the heck sister did you just say that? Why did I say yes to something when I'm already running on empty and I just know that I'm not going to be able to do my best? Or I'll say yes and I will feel overworked, overstressed, and I'll feel anxious because I'm saying yes to things that I don't actually want to do. And then I'll do them, but I'll be resentful of myself at and or a person that I said yes to at the end, because in the beginning, I should have really said no. So I know ladies that I don't know if you can relate to that. I hope you can. I hope that I've got some yesers out there and some people pleasers. We're going to be talking about that because as women, we just tend to fall into that a lot more than men do. It just seems to be a more natural trait for a woman to do. And I don't think that I'm alone. I hope I'm not. And I hope that, you know, as you're driving or you're listening or wherever you're listening to the podcast at, you can say, yeah, maybe there's some, some times in your life when you've said yes, when you really meant to say no. Because I know that there is a lot of us out there who are afraid of disappointing people. I know that there's a lot of us out there who worry constantly about what other people are thinking about us. I know there's people out there that feel that no matter how hard they work or how well they do, that they're just not good enough. 
I also know that there's a lot of us out there that feel responsible for how other people feel. You know, if someone's in a bad mood, sometimes we take it on and we say, hey, did I make them mad? Did something I do make them mad? So, you know, a lot of times because we feel this way, we can overcommit ourselves to things. We can take on so much. And by doing that, we're not taking care of ourselves. And you know how important self-care is and how much I harp on that. And when we don't take care of ourselves, what does that do, ladies? You know, I've heard, you've heard me say it numerous times. It can leave us feeling emotionally exhausted and even bring on anxiety and depression. And I think that that's especially true around the holiday times when we feel so much pressure to go above and beyond sometimes for some of us, okay? Depending on the type of family that we have that we go through through the holidays, right? So the thing is that every time you say yes, ladies, when you mean no, or when I say yes, when I mean no, I am letting people disrespect my boundaries, just like you're letting them disrespect yours. These people, honestly, I know they don't mean any harm. But if we don't say no, and then we don't like ourselves for saying yes, then we're just disrespecting ourselves because we're not putting the boundary up and we're not sticking up for ourselves. Okay. So we have to learn how to communicate better and saying no is not always a bad thing. It's not a four letter word. It's a two letter word. Let me remind you of that. (laughs) My dad always used to say that. So When this happens though, when we have poor boundaries, sometimes it's because we haven't put in the work that we need to do. Sometimes we need to get uncomfortable and learn to be uncomfortable before we can start feeling comfortable. Saying no for a lot of us is uncomfortable. It was for me at first. Like I said, I used to say yes to this, yes to that, overcommit, overcommit. And then the only person I ended up being upset with was myself. But because I committed to it, I always went through it, but I didn't have fun at the event or whatever I was doing. And that's not a good thing for the other person that you said yes to. Because when we say yes to things that we really mean no to, not only are we hurting ourselves, but we're also hurting the people that we said yes to because we're not showing up and giving 100% of ourselves because we really don't feel like it at that point in time. So where do these people-pleasing or yes tendencies come from? Psychotherapist and clinical social worker Amy Moran says that for many, the eagerness to please stems from a self-worth issue that they hope that saying yes to everything asked to them will help them feel accepted and liked. So here's the thing, ladies, the implications of this statement are striking. Okay, just think about this. If you say yes to things too often, this could stem from you not feeling like you are inherently enough, that your worth as a person is tied to arbitrary measures like whether or not people will like you. Let me say that again. If you say yes to things too often, this could stem from you not feeling like you are inherently enough, that your worth as a person is tied to arbitrary measures outside things like whether people like you or not. Now, it's definitely not an easy pill to swallow, okay? And I have to hear it myself. But, you know, if you sat down and thought about it, it really does make sense. 
Why else would we say yes to things that we don't want to? Why else would we say yes to things that go against our own well-being? Because we don't have enough boundaries or feeling like we are enough to say no and feel it's okay. Because a lot of us have grown up with the fact of learning that we should say yes and not say no. So here's the thing. The first step to changing any behavior, ladies, is to what? It is to identify it. As such, we need to cultivate self-awareness. And how can we do self-awareness? Well, a lot of it is by reflection. Because reflection is a necessary component to building self-awareness. Building a habit of reflection, ladies, will help us become more and more cognitive of our actions as we're doing them. So step one is to start building a practice of self-awareness, of knowing what we're doing and why we're doing it. Okay. So here's what the example she gives. She goes on to say, when you say yes, is it because you're feeling pressured? Do you feel obligated even though you know there isn't actually any concrete obligation in place? Or are you saying yes because you actually really want to partake in that activity and you're going to have fun with it, that you've got time for it, and that you've got the energy for it? So she goes on to say that she wants everybody to examine how they feel during these exchanges. You can also ask yourself, how would you feel if you said no? This is an enlightening and helps you to identify your feelings. So a lot of times, ladies, I know... That for me, back before when I was a yes person a lot of the time, the reason I said yes was because I was always thinking in my head, oh, if I say no, this is what they're going to think. I was making it about like conjuring up and even putting ideas in my brain of what I thought they were going to say and what they were going to be thinking without even knowing if they were going to be thinking that or if that's anything that was coming up for them. Because a lot of times if you just say, you know, thank you so much for thinking about me, but it's just not a really good time right now. People are okay with it. We just think that they're not going to be okay with it. So we're not giving them, we're not giving them any credit. You understand when, when we're answering and going all this chunk in our head, this little, you know, this other voice in our heads going, yeah, 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 yeah. Saying all this stuff. We're assuming what that other person is thinking or going to say or how they're going to react when that's not even, that may not even be how it is. But also the other thing too is how they react to what we say is not about us. It is about them. Okay. So if you said no and they got upset about it, that's their thing. It's not your thing. They're asking something of you and you have the right to say yes just like you have the right to say no. And if they take it badly, then that's on them. It's not on you. Remember that. The other thing too, is that for a lot of us women, we are people pleasers. And it's probably because we were conditioned to be one from a young age. Women are conditioned to be people pleasers. You're supposed to do this for your kids. You're supposed to do that for your husband. You're supposed to do this for everybody else. You're supposed to say yes, yes, yes. Be a giver, 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 and be doing for everybody else. So examining your past and discovering where these tendencies and feelings come come from can be very helpful in breaking that habit. Because ladies, we can only see the world through our own perspective. 
So it's easy to confuse what is objective reality with our perception of events. So here's an example. This is essentially the basis of the well-documented phenomena of culture shock. You come to the realization that many of your assumptions, habits, or boundaries are not universal givens, but the product of the culture you were raised in. And this can sometimes be quite jarring. So for instance, you know, you were raised in your family to believe this, this, and this, but then when you get out of your family and you go away to college and you find out that, you know, nobody else does this, you're like, oh my God, you know, this isn't what everybody else does. And you, that becomes culture shock. So again, it's your perception is what your, is your reality. So you have to look at it that. The point is, when you realize when and how you inherited or picked up certain tendencies, it gives you the power to make objective analysis. You can see that, oh, things don't have to be this way. These feelings are just a result of my experiences. Not just because I feel like I'm letting everyone down doesn't mean I'm actually letting them down. You may feel that, but you're not actually letting them down. Okay. It's just like when, you know, when we're out there and if you've got a product and you're in the sales business or whatever, and you're trying to, you know, to sell a product or, you know, a a program or whatever it is and anywhere, if somebody says no to the product, they're saying no to the product. They're not saying no to you. But a lot of times for a lot of us, we take that no as a personal rejection that they're rejecting us when they are not rejecting us. Again, they're rejecting just So when we do that, it pulls back the curtain a bit on our tendencies and it demystifies the emotions behind them. This can give you a more objective lens to tackle your people-pleasing habit through. So, you know, look at why if you are a people-pleasing person who always says yes when you really mean no, look at why and where are these habits and these tendencies coming from, okay? You're in a better place to do genuinely nice things for people when you aren't taken for granted, okay? And a lot of people will end up feeling taken taken for granted when they're constantly saying yes to things that they really wanted to say no to. But really, those feelings of being taken granted from are not from the other person. They should be directed at us because we are the ones who aren't saying no. So you have to remember that it's not selfish to take care of yourself first. When you have the energy and you've got, you know, all the time on your hands and you can actually say yes to something wholeheartedly because you really wanted to do it, then you are doing it a great job for you and you're doing a great job for the other person as well. And you are going to feel so much better about it and you're not going to harbor any type of resentment towards yourself or towards the other person. This last part, I just wanted to kind of dive into as well, because on her podcast, like I said, I was listening to Jasmine and on her podcast, she said, you know, we have to stop being afraid to accept ourselves for who we are and for, and to start showing up who, like who we are, not putting on these, you know, masks or coming like we're not like who we really are in front of people. Okay. We don't want them to see who we are that we need to start accepting ourselves, that we need to remind ourselves that we are enough. And ladies, you are so enough. You are beautiful. You are wonderfully made. You are smart. You are healthy. And you are doing things. If you are listening to this podcast, then yes, you are doing stuff because you're listening. So you are wanting to improve. And I can't tell you enough 
no pun intended, that you are enough. And I'm learning to say that to myself. I'm learning to say, Michelle, you are enough. Because I haven't heard that a lot. You know, like I was telling you before in my jobs, I've always been considered the underdog second best. And you start to kind of, you know, mold that into your heart and it starts to become who you are. And it's hard to kind of scrape off that old clay and start molding some new habits and some new thoughts. But that's where I'm headed for 2020. So I hope that you're there with me too. Your value as a person, ladies, doesn't depend on what other people think or don't think of you. Okay? So be who you are because it doesn't matter. People are either going to like you or they're not going to like you. And you need to be okay with that. You want to attract the people that like you and you definitely want to feel okay with repelling the people that don't. My father always used to tell me when I was growing up, he'd say, Michelle, you could walk into a room and there could be 15 people there and five people are going to love you no matter what. There's going to be five people there that they're going to not like you because you're wearing the wrong colored pants. And there's going to be five people there that don't like you because for whatever reason, your hair, your hair is not the way they like it. There's always going to be people who are not going to accept you and who are not going to like you. So you're just going to have to learn to be okay with that. And say, hey, this is who I am. If you don't like me, that's perfectly fine. I'm okay with that because there's plenty of people who like me for who I am. You are enough. And once you start accepting yourself, you'll find that you will take better care of yourself and of others. A lot of times I find that women don't pay a lot of attention to their health and to their self-care because they don't think that much of themselves. Okay. Ladies, I'm here to tell you that if you care about yourself, then you will care about your health because you cannot care about yourself without caring about the other. They go hand in hand. Your body is your temple. It was given to you to to respect it. And that's what you need to do. And when I see people who give no regard to their health and just don't care about it, that tells me that they don't think that highly of themselves. And You know, some of you may think I'm wrong. Some people will say, hey, you know, I don't like her for saying that, but I'm only speaking the truth. And in 2020, I'm here to put the stake in the ground and to hold my ground and speak my truth. And my truth is this. If you care about yourself, you will care enough to be healthy. If you don't, that is okay. There's no judgment. It's just, it's just a statement. Okay. So you will stop running yourself into the ground and you will stop trying to make everyone like you because you're not going to be worried about if they don't. Not everyone will like you. That's just how it is. And you can't control who likes you anyways. Even if you do everything right, people will still not like you for whatever reason. So ladies, I want you to start accepting yourself and I want you to start being unabashedly authentic. I want you to find your true heart and shine it out there as bright as you possibly can. You'll find yourself in a much better, happier mental state because you'll be a better, stronger version of yourself. So start with this holiday season because I know that a lot of us say yes to things, to a lot of parties, a lot of decorating, a lot of gift giving, a lot of doing this and a lot of doing that when we really don't want to. So there's no better time to start than now. Start this season and take it on into 2020. 
So I hope that you got something out of that. You know, I hope that, you know, maybe you're like me and you saw that you've got some areas to improve on, that you're a people pleaser. Hey, I'm a people pleaser, but I'm recovering and I'm learning how to not do it so much because I'm learning to respect myself and my own boundaries. And I feel so much better about it. Ladies, again, I can't say how much I love and care about you. And I thank you so much for listening to this. And I thank you for showing up with me each week. You know, it really warms my heart. So come join us over on Facebook at Well Woman Network 360. Slide into my DMs on Instagram and leave me a message if you like the podcast, because I like to hear encouraging things too. It helps me. Let's me know who's my tribe and I don't mind repelling the ones that I don't. So I hope that you have a blessed week. I hope you got something out of this podcast. Please leave us a rating review over on iTunes. It helps us take a picture of this episode and put it up on your Instagram stories. Tag us at Well Woman Network and I will tag you back. So until next week, ladies, have a blessed week, much love, and remember, you are enough. The information, including but not limited to text, graphics, images, and other material contained in the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle podcast is for educational purposes only. The purpose of the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle is to promote broad consumer understanding and knowledge of various women's health topics. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking any new health care regime. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have read or heard on one of our podcasts. 